Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 370 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me, as always, is Carlos. I'm here. And Brian. I'm here. Hell yeah. All right. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Hoffman Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stenson, Phil Feldman, and Dakota West. If you'd like to be a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blind studios and become a patron today. Carlos, last night you were telling me something about our Black Belt patrons. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, no, uh, they are all very uh, good at eating hot wings. How when I'm saying how they're good at eating hot wings, I mean they are in competitions eating hot wings, and they're the hottest of wings. The hottest yeah. of wings, like so, they're 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 very good at tolerating the spicy hot and wings, eating them fast, and eating them fast. Okay, so and speed and like let me let me try to put this in picture for you. They one of them, one of our patrons will are so good at it, like they'll just put it in their mouth, pull it out. And it's just bone. Like a cartoon. Like a cartoon. No flesh on it at all. Wow. And they don't even have to do like the wing trick where they where they take the flat and break it and pull the little bone out. Yeah, no, That's it's what just, I do. Yeah, no, it's just in and out and in and out and then they're done. And they wow. win the competitions. So if you'd like to have almost superhuman wing eating ability, uh, become a patron today by heading over to patreon.com slash blindnerdstudios or going to blindnerdstudios.com and clicking on that patron link. And while you're at blindnerdstudios.com, go ahead and check, click on that store link and check out our store. Uh, or go to teespring.com slash store slash blindnerdstudios. Carlos. What have you been up to, man? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, just been busy with work this last week, but... Uh, yesterday we played through uh, our we, once a year we do a a, a Blinded Studios stream of a video game for the, it's the Dark Pictures anthology is what we do the video game from yep. and this year they released uh, House of Ash so that's what we played. House of Ashes House of Ashes so that's what we played it was a lot of fun it was incredible yeah um, I played I believe his name was Jason if I remember correctly and he was kind of a douche but it was perfect. Did you like make that character up? Nope. No, no, no. Like, no, so you have like, uh, there's like five different characters that everybody chooses to, like, you can have up to five different people passing the controller around. Oh, okay. Yep. So, like, when it's their turn up in the story, you're making their decisions, you're doing the quick time events. Yep. Yeah. And it, it becomes a lot of fun because it's so, it's like a strict, it's a, it's, you know, it's very scripted. You're going through like the game. It's, it's like you're, it's like you're playing through like a, like a horror film. Oh, okay. Um, and so you have you have the specific characters and like you you make different like choices throughout the thing and all that determines like your your ending like our ending um, only two characters made it out alive and one of those was not long for this world anyway how long did, uh, did it take I, we Five? started we started at eight and we ended at. Um, yeah, it was about five hours then. Yeah, about five. Five. Well, I don't know when daylight savings time hit. <laughs> it did. It, it hadn't hit yet. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So about five hours. Wow. Um, and we take a shot every time a main character dies, um, and then we also took a shot because uh, there there was a there was a point where a lot of uh, a lot of like people that we kind of enjoyed died, and so we took a shot there and there in their memory, and we yeah. took a starter shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
So that's how and you, it makes that's it, how you drink. It, a whole it bottle makes of the quick time events harder for everybody. Yes, yeah, yeah. As as the night goes on, because we're all you know drinking and having a good time, and you know giving our color commentary over and, the and game. So like we had uh, Zach with us playing it, and we also had Sierra. And Sierra doesn't play video games, so quick time events were a little harder for her. Yep, yeah, because she didn't really know where the buttons were. <laughs> or, or, or like when trying to pull the trigger, but there's like two triggers for the Xbox. And so yep. she pulled the, the like there's two triggers on the right yeah, side. Yeah. So she pulled the the one above the regular right trigger. So it was like a lot of people weren't getting shot. And she got so close, though. She was yeah. right to the end before her character uh, died. I thought Celine made it out. No, he, he, he died. I thought it was my character and Salim that were the one. No, Salim died. Oh, I forgot that. You were, you, no, it was your character and my character. Cause, oh, that's right. Because we were in the house at the very end doing like the final stand that's against right. uh, yeah. the monsters, yeah, which you, the I won't monsters. ruin because they're, it's a really good game. But uh, it was some, a really good twist. Like I, I figured out the monster very, very early, but then the twist came out of nowhere. It's like, what? That's what this is go- really yeah, is? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, it's like it finishes off with this giant quick time event, like bonanza of like, okay, it's your turn. So like, I have to press the right key, pa- key, key buttons to fight off the monsters, and I pass it back and forth to the survivors. And like, but it was just two of us. And Casey he nailed his uh, button presses, even I if did. he died in the end, anyways. Yeah, but that's okay. Right. My guy was kind of a jerk, but he had a character arc and became a better person. He by did the end. become a better person. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we did that last night. That was incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Nope. All right, Brian. Yeah, you've been up to, man. It's well, been a it's been a it has been a minute, and I uh, wanted definitely wanted to come out tonight. Um, and oh yeah, I don't think I said this is our uh, ninth anniversary show. Yeah, that's another reason why I was kind of neat wanting to come out, and uh, I I didn't make it last night too because I I realized that. I I just needed uh, I knew that'd be like three days in a row of being around people. Yep, I yeah I completely understand. So I st- spent Saturday. I basically I went into town and went to the gym and ran errands and then hung out by myself at my house yesterday. That sounds nice. It was nice. Yeah, I went to there's a bar in Glenwood City that has a nice uh, sandwich that I like, and I went and I did that really quick. What kind and- of sandwich? Yeah, please tell us about the sandwich. I've been on like a club sandwich kick lately. And it's just like very simple, and it it seems like a really homemade sandwich. What makes this club special? That it's not special. Like it's there, it's no frills. It's just nice that, and then just a solid club sandwich. Yeah, it's solid. I like it, and I like the the bar too. Everyone's really friendly. Um, kind of the bar in town where I live. It's a little hit or miss as far as if people are going to be friendly or not. Like they're either really friendly or not at all, and they just ignore you. Um, but if you go up to the other little, the other little city, every, everyone's just friendly. At everyone's it. friendly. I'm not sure why that is. I guess I'll figure. Because all the eventually. cranky people live in your town, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Friday, everybody except for Carlos came over for a bond. Well, I'm just kidding. Not everybody. A few people came over to my house for a bonfire, um, which. <sighs> <laughs> Unbelievable! How, did I not? I could have called this. Yeah, like Justin's call. Yeah, we, we played we played that game on Friday. We did, and I I did definitely, very definitely tell him that I was going to be tied up <laughs> doing this, and here we are. So anyway, uh, if you don't get what's going on, my phone's ringing, and my boyfriend's calling me. But anyway, no, we had some people over on Friday. Uh, Sierra came over, Casey came over, and uh, uh, Rick, Rick and Tony, and yeah, Tony, my lady friend Lucy, and my sister showed up. 
which was cool because she lives all the way in Minneapolis. Yeah, so. we had a nice, uh, it was a very r- chill bonfire. Yeah, I had a, I had a nice time. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, like, literally burned all of the wood in the, in the end. <laughs> it was very hot. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could have, could have, like, maybe Tony couldn't have thrown the whole entire bundle of wood in three or four different times. <laughs> that might have helped, and then you and I kind of accidentally threw, like, way too much wood in. Yeah, that's okay. But whatever, it was still really fun. And I hadn't had... Really had anyone like a like a I don't know it wasn't really a party. Anything. No, it was your is your first time like entertaining. Yeah, which was like super nerve wracking. And my lady friend and I have only been seeing each other for a couple of months, and she was like, "I've never seen you this nervous." And I'm like, "Well, I'm like, there's this friend group is crossing over with Tony, and then my sister will be there, and then none of nobody except for Lori is." And and Tony have met you, and so well, and they like and Rick. I think the only one that Tony hadn't met was Sierra. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then you know, with Tony relentlessly hitting on my lady friend too, that was a thing. But well, you know, Tony's gonna Tony. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, otherwise it was a fun time. All right. Um, yeah, let's see. Things I did, uh, went and saw The Eternals on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's a different Marvel movie, for sure. Um. I thought it was all right. Yeah, you, you didn't like all the exposition. I enjoy exposition sometimes, and I enjoy, like, alt-history stuff to the extreme, and there was a lot of that. So it was, like, alt-history exposition, which really, like, it tickled my fancy. Um, and then... Uh, let's see what else. I felt, I felt like it was a busy week, but I don't really know if I did much. Um, yeah, so it was that, and then went out to the bonfire, uh, with Brian. Um, and then Saturday we got ready. We raked a bunch of leaves, Mm -hmm. which was always a good time. Uh, as, as always, didn't have enough bags. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. We, we filled eight bags and we probably needed 12. What are you going to do? What do you mean? With the bags of leaves. We brought them down to the, to the compost in town. Oh, yeah, what, what did you them to the bonfire? <laughs> well, I didn't have them for the bonfire. Oh, also, true. I wouldn't be able like I, I there was literally only leaves in my car. I couldn't fit anything else in my vehicle. Mm, that's fair. I don't have a good uh, leaf hauler. Yeah. Uh, I just have, you know, a Corolla and an Acura. Acura so, yeah. Um, yeah, so did that and got ready for the shindig. Uh, juniors had. Oh, I'm sorry. I just bumped your headphones. Um uh, juniors uh, switched up their menu, so we went and tried uh, some of their stuff, and I was sadly disappointed because I got a corned beef sandwich that touted it had horseradish sauce on it. <gasps> there and was no horseradish. It, well, there was, but like there might as well have not been because you couldn't, you you just couldn't taste it. There was no like horseradish burn. You need to turn Lando's headphones up. He just said. Yeah, I heard that. Yep. Oh, okay. He has a rope. Turn a rope them shits fine. up. Um, and yeah, so that was, that was that. It was fine. Got to see Zach a bit. Zachy Craig. Zachy Craig. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. So Carlos, uh, do you want to do the next quarter mile or do you want to do beer first? I think we do the next quarter mile next. All right. Well, that means everybody gets a Corona. Oh. And we get the theme song. The next 
quarter mile. There you go. Wow. I'm a huge fan of this. I don't, I don't know if I've gotten to do this or not. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I. I don't know. I, I think I've heard the music. I mean, I know I've heard the music before. Yeah. But. All right. Um, yeah. So right. we are starting the. Uh, we are covering. Uh, the first quarter of the fourth movie, uh, Fast and Furious. All right. Just remind me. So I'm I'm sitting here behind the mic, poised. I've got a bell. Yep. And and a stopwatch. Yep. So you're gonna count me down. Uh, when it's time for me to do the plot in sixty seconds, mm-hmm. and uh, you're gonna start the t- stopwatch. And then once it's 60 seconds, uh, you ring the bell. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that's oh. your that's your all that's your whole entire job. I mean, it's, it's a very job. important job. Super, and uh, give me a warning at when there's 15 seconds left. Okay, well, tell me. So let me. Uh, so for let's, what is the segment? How about let's we describe what that? Okay, is. so plot in 60 seconds is we are doing the entire plot so far of the franchise. Up to the quarter of the film that we finished well, what is in this, 60 seconds. What is this this entire Fast and Furious thing, though? We're watching the movies quarter mile at a time, Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted the, the, the well, segment within the yeah. segment. We, yeah. The seg- I didn't, I didn't mean you wanted the... Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. So the next quarter mile is we are watching each Fast and Furious movie one quarter at a time because that's how you live life, is a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. And... I know, I know that's how I roll. Yep. And, and today we saw <laughs> Fast and Furious. Fast the first and quarter Furious. Of it. Uh, yes, the fourth movie. So uh, that's after Tokyo Drift. Yep. yep. Yeah, we finished up Tokyo Drift uh, uh, in the last the last awful. one. You didn't like it. Carlos didn't care for it. I love Tokyo Drift, um, and I don't really know why. Like rewatching it, I'm like, I don't know why I love this movie so much, but I do. So I, 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 I'm unapologetic about it. <laughs> so yeah, let's start off the plot six seconds. Brian, you want to count me down and start that timer? How many numbers of countdown do you want? Like three seconds. You want like a three, three two, one, go? Or three, three, two, two one. one, go. Do you want me to ring the bell when it's go? No. Oh, just when you're done. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's like conditioned where he just won't read if I ding it, right? Yep. Okay, got it. And three, two, one. Tuna eating Brian is macking on Dom's sister. After racing Dom and losing his car, he gains Dom's respect. But Brian is actually a cop. Dom's gang is stealing TV VCR combos. Bad cop Brian blows his cover and lets Dom ride off in his car. Now Brian is no longer a cop, but he is brought in to take down a drug trafficker named Farone in Miami with the help of an old friend named Always Hungry Roman. Uh, but by crashing a car into a boat, Brian and Roman catch the bad guy and they end up with a pocket full of money. Meanwhile, shitty driver Sean wrecks his car in a construction site and is banished to Japan. He meets up with Han and learns the art of drifting, but Han is killed. Sean has a drifting showdown with DK and finally wins a race. But now we cut to seconds. Letty and Han had doing a heist and turn and they end up stepping away with Han deciding to go to Tokyo where he dies. Uh, and now Letty's also dead, and Brian is a cop again, and he's chasing a drug gang. Wow, man, that was like was right, like good. literally right on. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to slow myself down so I wasn't talking too quickly. It, it worked. It, 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 wow. Yeah, it's it was, uh, it was really exciting. It's it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to like do all of the, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. In sixty seconds. That's so I mean, that was four point two five. Movies of the Fast and Franchise. Fast franchise. Uh, it was three point two five. I mean, like, no, th- three. We're on the fourth movie. Okay, yes. I, I just don't. That's how math this. works. I don't just. I don't get this math. I, don't, <laughs> I, I guess I can't do math. 
the always hungry guy. Does he come back then? And yeah. Uh, yeah, Roman. Okay. He uh, he he becomes like a main character. Roman was great. Yeah. He was one of the high points of of uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, especially that first quarter. Yep. Of it. Yeah, he he was the high point of yeah. like that, that and the end of the film were the two high points of two because Rome is walking disaster. Oh, he, he really is. All right, uh, the next segment in this segment is the ten second car, where I describe the um, the the quarter mile that we just watched with ten words. Do I do I have to no time no it? Time no, no. Oh. that's just ten words. Oh. Ready for this? Can I time it anyway? Yeah, yeah. Family is back. Dom leaves. Letty dies. Brian's a cop. Wow, three point nine four. That's a fast car. Um, all right, so let's 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 uh, like let's do some garage talk here. Um, and let's talk. So garage talk is where we discuss the segment. Um, so we're back at the garage. Uh, what what'd you what you uh, what you think of this quarter? Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, they started off with a pretty intense heist where they're stealing gasoline. Yeah, the, uh, the the cold open on this film is one of the best, I think. And they, they, they start doing cold opens like this for a lot of the films moving forward, and I really like it. But they're stealing gasoline for some reason. Yeah, because it's liquid gold in the Dominican Republic. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's also a bummer. There was an entire conversation about it. Were you not watching the segment? No, I, I, they said that, but I don't understand. Like, I don't, I find it hard to believe that's actually that valuable. Well, I mean, it's not not valuable. And also they decided they wanted. Have seen what gas prices are now? And they wanted all the gas. Like they could have taken half the gas and gotten away clean. Oh yeah, gotten away super clean, but they got greedy. And then there's just explosions. Oh yeah. I mean, there has to be explosions. And then Dom has to, like, time the explosions properly so he can drive his car under the explosion. Yeah. And then uh, we see that, like, find out that Letty died off screen. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's a big thing here is, like, yeah, she gets, like, an off-screen death. And she never comes back again. Nope, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, They're not talking about a Letty spinoff at all. No, Brian is back as a... Not uh, cop as a cop. Yeah, he's well, back as a cop. Well, he's not. He's, well, he's, he's now he's a fed. Yeah, he he's just a, can't uh, get away from that shit. Well, he eventually does, but this one he's a fed again. Yeah. Oh, but it's um, better to say bad cop Brian because he's not yeah. a good cop. He's not. He's not good at his job. He's very bad at. No, his he lets job. his emotions get in the way. He does constantly. Like mm-hmm. and like, yeah. He sees Mia again and immediately like basically throws his FBI badge out the window. Oh, uh, he, she's being interrogated about her brother. Well, uh, I'm going to get her out of here. <laughs> Yeah, and then like be like, Mia, like they're gonna get Dom, you know, they're gonna get him. So like you should just like, like let me interrogate you with my penis. Wow, does that, did that work? Well, it cut off before he would have said. Yeah, that. yeah, that's, oh. that, that's where the conversation. Sure, going. sure, that's gonna be the next quarter. Of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dom comes back to, or Dom hears that uh, he also oh, he was hiding out in Panama City, yeah. Panama, uh, because they like I, I love like. Uh, it's like, I don't know, it's funny Like when the thing pops up and it's like, Panama City, Panama. Where else is Panama City? Mm, I don't know. Uh, it seems like too much information. But, <laughs> um, could and we talk about Panama City, Canada? There's no Panama City, Canada. There could be. You there don't know. Oh, he immediately starts Googling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I guess there is a Panama City, Florida. Well, of course there's a Panama City, Florida, but the, nobody cares about Panama City, Florida. Right. Um, yeah, so... There is not one in Canada. Um, Yeah, so, like, Dom comes back. Dom's back in town. And, like, then we just kind of get, like, a kind of just an exposition dump for, like, 15 minutes of film. 
Dom's back in town. Yeah. And it's it's pretty clear they're setting up that Dom's going to have to be in on this thing that Brian's doing because Brian's got 72 hours to... Yeah, well, the fe- all the FBI has seventy two hours to try to bring in this 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 notorious heroin dealer, which apparently after two years they decide that they're going to give up. Right. Well, I, I loved I loved that line. Um, they like so Brian comes into work one day and like there's a big meeting and he's like we only have seventy two hours or so they're pulling the plug and cutting our funding and like the new FBI agent was like why why <laughs> <laughs> and then like they they go on to say like well it's been two years and all of our agents have died he's, he's that becoming, would be more motivation yeah like and no he and like in that same sentence he's like and he's he's quickly becoming America's most uh, or like our number one target like well, then why are you putting a seventy two hour clock on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe that's just more motivation for them. Oh, they need a ticking clock in this movie. Because- yeah, well, I mean, that's how you that's how you maintain momentum. Is you get the ticking clock. Mm-hmm. You make and like that's why things can be more extreme. You gotta make Brian desperate. Desperate enough to bring Dom in on to taking down this drug dealer, which is probably gonna happen in this next quarter of the movie. Yeah, I love that you haven't seen them and you don't know what's going to happen. It's delightful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's I, th- I don't really have anything else to say about this quarter. Do you? No. Um, so uh, out of like the first quarters of the the three mil- uh, the the four films now, which one do you think has been the most dynamic? Too Fast, Too Furious, hands down. You think that was the best opening? That was the best opening. Okay. I had the most fun with that opening. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie was was trash, but uh, that first quarter of that movie was good. Where, where would you put this opening? Uh, above Fast and the Furious and above Tokyo Drift, I guess. It was a good, it was good a solid opening. Okay, so you think this is like second for you? <laughs> Tokyo Drift did not have a good opening. That is at the bottom. That was the opening on that was like a schoolyard or something, wasn't it? It was. He was in like a Sean was at school. And then he ends up in a car race and wrecks the fuck out of a construction site and then gets banished to Tokyo with his dad. And he gets that weird crappy room. Anyway. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, yeah, it's definitely a little little weird. Why can't I find this on? Also, Sean is obviously a high schooler. Definitely not a 30 year old. Definitely not a 30 year old man. man. Half the kid kids in that. I don't know. They all looked old. They do not have anything on this beer on their website, which is what really Zimmergy. Yeah. Oh, that means that we can make it up, right? Yep. All right. So uh, we're gonna uh, pass the beer around. Um, it is uh, Marzana the Crone uh, from Zimmergy Brewing in Menominee. Uh, this is a 14-month uh, aged Imperial Stout or barrel-aged Imperial Stout uh, infused with scatterbrain coffee. Uh, rolling in at oh, here we go. Uh, the goddess of winter and nightmares approaches. Uh, we submit to her an offering to melt her frozen heart. A complex uh, Russian imperial stout infused with a blend of scatterbrained coffee beans, which imbue uh, complements of brown sugar, caramel, cherry, and chocolate, uh, dark as winter night and strong as February gales, this barrel-aged beer will ward off any chill that Marzana sends your way. This is a very hard label to read. Um, You guys will see that as it kind of goes around here. Oh, you got it? Perfect. Um, yeah, uh, I picked this up last year at their bottle release. Um, so it is, it's been in the fridge for a year. So we have a year on the 14 months that it was aged already. And what kind of beer is it? Uh, it's an Imperial Stout. Okay. 
Um, barrel-aged uh, Russian Imperial Stout, 12%. Uh, they did uh, three vari- or three um, variants. This is the coffee one. Uh, they did one with uh, vanilla beans and then one that was just the stout as well. Just watching Brian open that bottle. It had the right. wax seal on it and everything. Yeah, the wax is just kind of a pain sometimes. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, I guess I'll start oh. since you're pouring. And, uh, I get, like, this, it, I mean, it's very coffee-forward. You get, uh, there's some heat there. It's, I, just off the aroma alone, I don't think it's going to be nearly as smooth as the wolf. Ooh, that's good. Very big coffee, uh, chocolatey. Um, and there's a little bit of, like, alcohol burn, but not much. Yeah. Carlos, what do you think? Yeah, no, it's still pretty smooth. Let me take another sip here. Uh, I'm getting a lot of the, uh, the like, uh, date flavor, like, on like uh, when I'm drinking this one, compared to what I, what I normally would pick up. Dates? Yeah, that the fruity flavor from... Uh, oh, okay, like the, like the dark fruits. Yeah, yeah, the dark yeah, fruits. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Brian? Sorry, yeah, I was gonna start talking, then I realized it wasn't my turn. But now it's my turn. Yeah, it's okay. uh, I don't know. I'm with you guys. It starts out like starts out really hot, um, but I don't think that. I mean, it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I mean, twelve percent. It's hard to hide that hot. Um, yeah, I'm getting it on the nose too. Definitely uh, got like uh, that 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 barrel character coming through. Yep, definitely barrel character, and then coffee, and then it. Um, I would say like all of that dies off to what Carlos said, like date raisin. Yeah, yeah, it. it's just like it's it's almost like uh, like fruit cakey on the end. Yeah, I don't know. I I like it because it. It says what it's probably going to taste like on the label, and then that's... And then it tastes like that. That's what it tastes like, so I'm yeah. fucking cool with that. I, so the uh, the label design that I was having issues with, it's like it's black with these like dark, um, like silverish uh, patterns that go like through the white text, and oh, it makes it very hard to read. It does, actually. <laughs> Dude, it's a cool-looking label and it's stuff. It's very cool. I guess it... Oh. Well, if you, ter- if you like hold it, you have to hold it like just right. Just and then, right. I don't know. That's kind of cool too. <laughs> oh, it is. It definitely is. It's just it's hard to read the copy. Oh, I dig but it. But as as Brian says, nice uh, we're the only nerds who actually read the copy on bottles. Well, so. right. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, we put on at Hop and Barrel. We put. Does anyone even read these things? And no yeah. one ever said a word. I did. Right. Because I read it on air. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like the copy. I like finding. I also like finding typos in copy. It makes me happy. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't get me started. You want uh, me a type copy editor? No, I just I, I like I like to find them and then send people and be like, huh? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I see. Uh, will you uh, give me a number, Carl? Yeah, uh, I think this is uh, actually really good. Uh, it has like a lot of different layers to it, which I like. I'm like an gonna- onion. I'm not going to not going to compare it to either of those, what? but yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I feel like making that comparison would bring this beer down. Yeah. So I'm going to give this an 8.75. All right. I feel like we like to hang around and like trash on beers when they're bad. We do. This is a good beer though. 
What am I rating? I'm rating out of ten. Um, I don't want to knee jerk and give it like, you know, like what how people are like. Oh, it's it's a nine and a half because it's you know an imperial. Like I, what the how how do I always rate these? What if I could have another one? I'm usually like mm-hmm. up in the eights, and I would probably never ever. Like I don't know how. Jesus, I'll finish what I poured into this glass. Two ounces that you have there, and I'm probably not going to have another two ounces. But what I wanted to say is that that doesn't mean that I don't think this isn't in the eights. I think uh, I I can't find any, and you know I would say if I thought there were any off flavors or any bullshit involved, but no, I think they went out to make this beer and and they wanted a certain flavor and they and they got it. So I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Uh, yeah, to, to your point, like we do spend a lot more time like talking about bad beers than mm-hmm. we do good beers because it's a lot harder to talk about a good beer, I yeah. find, um, just because there's there's less to say about it. Like, oh, this is a good beer because they didn't do anything wrong and they mm-hmm. set out to make exactly what they made. Cool packaging, cool looking um, bottle. They took the time right. to dip it in that sparkly you, 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 copper you, wax. You throw, you throw back to like last week when we had that sour gummy worms beer. And we spent 20 minutes beating the shit out of it. I don't know if I've <laughs> ever given any beer a lower rating. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry I missed that. Oh, we got a can for you we can nope. send you home with. Nope. Because <laughs> I bought four, and I think we drank a quarter of one. And, like, you know, I probably have had beers that might have been worse that I might have rated higher, but that one just was not, it just was not a good combination. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so back to this beer, my number on this one, I'm going to, I'm, I, yeah, I, I can't quite give it a nine. Um, I think I'm gonna go eight and a half on it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Good um, it's the the body's just like if, if it was a little bit chewier. I think that's that's that would be my only gripe because I think one of the things I was going to maybe say is that it it after it gets to that raisin date, it kind of dies. Yep. And yeah. I, I think it would the body it would stick around. Um, and I and wonder how much of that is like the addition of the coffee. Like so, um, I have that, and then if it was in a bourbon barrel at all, like it'll yeah. get. I have I have at least one more of the other variants I th- uh, left. I might have both left, but I know I have at least one more of these. So we might pull that out at some point uh, later on in the in the year, and see if that if that body changes at all. All right, what is next on the list? Oh, the news. Who could have seen that coming? It's me, Casey. The Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. Still, nothing makes me happier than the time that you and Justin came down to the studio for the first time, and I said the thing, and you guys were like, he says it live. (laughs) I thought that was was pretty exciting. I think the whole whole thing was really exciting for me. I think it still is a lot of yeah, you guys you guys time. had a blast that night, so and that uh, was a lot of fun. And here I am with just a vacant stare. <laughs> yeah, that's what else is new? Uh, so a local man was arrested <laughs> after police said he held up a mail carrier at gunpoint and stole all of her rubber bands. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> Uh, Wilson Ortiz, uh, 56, of Central Avenue, was charged with second-degree robbery, possession of a controlled substance, and risk of injury to a child. Is this in Florida? Um, I don't, uh, I, I, I think it was, uh, Arizona. 
whatever. If I remember right. But yeah, basically like hot, uh, like dry Florida. That's the exactly. I was. That's the weather, <laughs> Florida, Florida of the West Coast. Yep. Uh, according to police, on Monday the mail carrier was on her route delivering mail in her truck on Central Ave. Oh, and two men wearing hooded sweatshirts blocked her truck. Police said the older of the two uh, pulled out a black handgun, pointed it at the mail carrier, and demanded she turn over all of her rubber bands. Afraid the man would shoot her, police said the mail carrier complied and gave up a handful of rubber bands. The two men then fled. Police officers said or arrived on the scene shortly after and searched the area for the suspects. They found the two bed and find it as Ortiz in a juvenile mail a short distance away. Police said Ortiz had the rubber bands wrapped around his left wrist. During a subsequent search, police said they found a small amount of PCP in his pocket. Okay, well, they're, that's, they're, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, but what do rubber bands and PCP have in common? Nothing. That's the point. Okay. I was, I, I'm, I, there has to be easier ways to get rubber bands. Like, yeah, what do they cost? Like, like a you dollar? You could go to the yeah. grocery store and just steal them off of the asparagus. Well, you could do that. Like, yes, you could do that. Well, then you time. have all this loose asparagus, and you're then you're a monster. I mean, or you spend like two dollars and just get all the rubber bands you could possibly need. Like, I, I feel like that two dollars could be much better spent on PCP, Carlos. How much PCP can you really get for two dollars? Just a taste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, honestly. I, I don't couldn't know. fucking tell you. <laughs> a, a bunch of other drugs. I could totally tell you how much they cost. PCP. This, nobody know. knows. I have no idea. <laughs> Crack, no idea. PCP, no idea. <laughs> a man has reportedly died in Brazil after jumping into a lake uh, into a lake to escape bees, only to drown and be eaten by piranhas. Jesus Christ. Like I had a bad day. Well, you know, I mean, like, I feel like that guy probably had it coming. Uh, the 30-year-old was uh, fishing with friends when he jumped into a farm lake uh, in the municipality of uh, uh, Brasilandia. Uh, de, uh, Brasilandia de Minas oh. on Sunday, according to the local fire department. A firefighter who performed the rescue said the carnivorous fish had disfigured the man's face and other parts of his body. His body was found four meters from shore. It's not yet known if the attack came before or after the man's death. It's like 12 feet. Uh, yeah, yeah, 12 feet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man's friends also jumped into the water but swam to safety. There were about whoa, 30 whoa, 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 stop. So the, if Carlos was getting eaten by piranhas, are any of us going to jump in? Well, it depends on how terrifying the bees it's are. It's also like... Oh! Also like <laughs> I'm totally jumping in. <laughs> also, it sounds like he might have drowned, and then they ate him when he was dead. Oh. Yeah. So, well. But it's... It, I mean, but it's more... It's more sensation... It's more salacious to say, like, he was trying to escape bees and then was killed by piranhas. Because, I mean, piranhas aren't, like... They're more the scavengers movies. than anything. Mm, okay. Because fatal attacks on humans are relatively rare, uh, but there are 30, piranha, 30 different species of piranha in the world, and they all live in the Amazon. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, my, favorite, uh, my favorite depiction of piranhas in uh, fiction is in, the, uh, is in the, the Tim Allen movie where he has a son in the Amazon. I don't... And he comes and lives jungle with Martin jungle. Short. What? Jungle to jungle. Yeah, jungle to jungle. Yeah. It's delightful. Uh, he eats all of Martin Short's tropical fish. Um, and then, like, when Martin Short gets mad, he replaces them with a trout. Martin Short is not pleased. I mean, if I'm Martin Short, I'm not pleased either. <laughs> Uh, fast food giant Pizza Hut 
has replied to a customer who recently expressed his distaste for the wording uh, used on one of the retailer's sauce bottles. Adrian Sean last month slammed Pizza Hut following a dining experience at its whole England outlet where he likened its tomato sauce label to an app for swingers. Um, Mr. Sean was unhappy with the bottle's sticker, which read, Shake, squeeze, squirt. It's not innocent in my eyes. The barbecue sauce one said squeeze, but the ketchup one said that. It put me off using it. It literally sounds like an app for swingers, the 31-year-old said. I do not understand how someone could put that sentence together. It's awful. Um, A ketchup bottle. And that's he had an issue with it saying the instructions on how best to use the ketchup. Yeah, shake it, squeeze it. Squirt your ketchup. Like, There's some like deep seated psychological shit wrong. Absolutely. Like, um, he described it as inappropriate due to the venue's family or er, family friendly reputation. In an email raising his issue with the company, um, Mr. Shen asked for a full refund and demanded that Pizza Hut rebrand its sexual sexualized tomato sauce. The I, sauce also is just a Heinz ketchup bottle. And what the fuck is he using ketchup on it at a Pizza Hut? I have no idea. You know, I think... Uh, That's a really good fucking point. <laughs> this guy needs to see his therapist about why he'd be sexually attracted to ketchup. I think that's what's going on here. Like, of all the condiments at a pizza joint... <laughs> ketchup, yeah. Ketchup. Like, fucking ketchup. <sighs> um, a spokesperson has since responded to his outrage. Um, I can only apologize if you were caused any offense or upset by your recent visit uh, to our hut. Please know it is not our to intent- our hut. <laughs> to uh, is not our intention to make any of our guests feel uncomfortable. The wording on our ketchup is not meant to cause offense, and I'm sorry it was interpreted interpreted this way. This has been the labeling of all ketchup bottles in our restaurants for some time now, and I can only apologize if this impacted the, uh, the enjoyment of your meal. I mean, the food probably impacted the enjoyment of your meal. Yeah, I would probably put that up there as being the biggest impact. Yeah. He didn't say shit about the food, though. I know. Well, He's I mean, clearly... Well, he was putting ketchup for his, using ketchup for his pizza. He doesn't even know what good food is. Well, obviously, and this is also the type of person that puts ketchup on or fucking A1 on a steak. Yep. Uh, so he was not satisfied with the explanation and, uh, and has reported reportedly raised the matter with his local MP, saying, I cannot imagine anyone looking at that sauce as tomato ketchup again, he said. He's a bit of a tosser. <sighs> yeah. All right. So um, we're going to uh, move into our discussion topic, and because it is an anniversary show, we should do some anniversary things. So I uh, pulled up a bunch of fun facts about, uh, you know, uh, Blindness Studios as a whole and DOO and things like that. And then I also like to talk about, like, favorite episodes or segments or just BNS memories over the years. Oh, my God. I wish I had more time to think about that. Well, that's why we're going to do the, the trivia bit first. So you all can, right. All right. You, all can, you can mull on it. And I also let you know at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, you did. But I... And I was busy and I heard it. God damn it. I'm getting the one eye from Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. So... Um, in, in, all right, we're, we're going to, we're going to play this, uh, or it's going to be a closest wins, right? Um, this is, this is a, uh, a two part, uh, question. Uh, well, I, you know, we'll, we'll just do one. Um, so, uh, how many days of content? Like, so if, if you, if you only listen to BNS content, like from beginning to end, 
How many days? Then this is all of the podcast? All of the podcast. How many days of content have we produced? Um, I will say, uh, like, like give, give me like a number between one and a hundred. I'm going to say 45. If you said one in a hundred, then it's got to be more than 50. So I'm going to say 56. It is exactly 56.3 days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> I was thinking you were going to say one in 50, and then I was like, then it's like 28. And then you were like, what? oh my God. <laughs> that is incredible, Brian. <sighs> yes, we have done uh, 1,352 hours, one minute, and 26 seconds of content, not including this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Um, of that, uh, 420 hours are DOO. Um, let's see. What do you think is the second highest? It's got to be, be homebrew bound. Um, you would be wrong. Really? What? Yep. It is tabletop theater coming in oh. at 202 hours. Homebrew that, bound is 183 hours. That makes sense because tabletop theater is prone to go longer than. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense for it to go longer than whatever the 30 to 45 minutes yeah. we're trying to shoot for. Right? Yep. Um, and then it is The Legends of Lothos with 164. Yeah. That makes followed sense. very closely by Soundwave at 157. Yeah. 157 hours of Soundwave. That is insane to me. It is, but it's also our second longest running show. Yeah, or third longest running show. I think. I think it was. I think we did DOO, uh, tabletop theater, and then Soundwave. That's so many hours. Yep. Um, uh, Gordon shows are way down there. Surprisingly, how I don't know. Well, because there's not as many of them, even if they are yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. long. All right. Um, how many podcasts? Like, individual podcast episodes have we released? Um, I'll give you a range between... Oh, don't, do, don't give us a range. No, I don't no want to shoot okay. it in there. Just, just shoot it in there? Okay. He just doesn't want me to get it exactly correct again. I mean, that was kind of impressive. If you if you get this one, it'll be even more impressive. And I'll be like, did so you, did you what is it again now? How <clears throat> many individual podcasts have we recorded and released in the nine years that we've been doing the show? I'm going to say... 8,900. Okay. Brian? Mm. I really went up there. I'm going to go with 10,650. Going even higher. Oh. Okay. So you guys went with 8,000 and 10,000. And we only have uh, 1,300 hours of content. Yeah. Okay. So the real number is nowhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, 1,300 hours. Nope. Uh, that, like, four, so, 1,489 episodes. Oh, I would, I would assumed it would be like maybe double that because a lot of stuff is like <laughs> sound waves like less than, I guess, I guess sound wave, usually it's closer to an hour. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So. I, I if you kind of figure like most of our shows are about an hour, yeah. some are some are less. Well, so Homer Mound is about a thirty minute show. Um, so what is so? Do you have a guess for um, how long the longest episode of DOO was and what the episode was? Oh, uh, two hours forty five minutes. I don't know what episode though. I'm gonna go. 
two hours and 15 minutes, and it's the one where Mike Fredrickson was on and you guys got into the bourbon. Oh, that'd be a good... Uh, that would be a... That would be a good guess. Damn it, but it's not the one, is it? It is not. Uh, that that is that is in the uh, that that is well, well. We'll talk about that in the next. Yeah. One. Uh, but the longest is two hours and thirty four minutes and Jesus seven seconds. Fucking Christ! Uh, it was episode one sixty one. I was on that. If one. you want to go find it, um, and it, it the episode title was first experiences with VR. Oh wow! I don't know what tangent we went on. Oh, well, I mean, because I haven't listened. I haven't like listened to the episode. One sixty one is before my time. Yep. Uh, yeah. So one sixty one. I don't have the exact date on me, but it's uh, it's definitely. Like, I've used VR like exactly like one time. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why. Like, it must have been for that episode, but. Yep. Um. All right. So, how many episodes of the uh, three hundred and seventy episodes? How many episodes of DOO have gone over two hours? Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, going first. All right. 20. I'm going to go with 40. Seven. What? Really? That's have gone over two hours. Um, your the the over uh, the over an hour and a half, mm-hmm. like approaching two hours, is way higher. Oh god! But yeah, like if you be. if you go like going over two hours is what I would call excessive. Um, they are in uh yeah so seven um let's see, we have uh in in order of length we have like the the two and a half hour one which is one uh one sixty one. Uh, we have episode 178, the fourth anniversary show, um, which was 2.3 hours. Oof. Um, 2.29 hours was episode 175 for uh, Phil Giuliano uh, in uh, when he was promoting his project, uh, Page and Spencer, which I have back there somewhere. Um, and he also gave us those. Uh, actually, they're hanging up in the in the hallway. He gave us those uh, those photos. Um, then we have episode 326, uh, which is the last show in the old studio. Oh, I think. Uh, and that was 2.2. Uh, yeah, we spent some time going down memory lane. We did yeah. our favorite studio <laughs> episodes. We got pretty drunk. It was a good time. So yeah, that was, uh, that was last year. Get right out of town. Uh, episode 159, uh, was, we had John from Divine on. And we, uh, the, the episode description is this week we try two different beers and mix them together. Uh, <laughs> well, we were, we were, we were doing, uh, like, uh, like, uh, or like basically like black and tan style stuff. How do you come, like, pull all this information together? I uh, did a lot of database querying. Okay. You got little tags in there and like you just have all the data in there. Yep. Cool. Um, and then episode uh, 233, uh, coming at 2.15 hours, uh, was the beer off-flavor taste calibration. I was definitely on that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was the one where Matt freaked out. That one was a lot of fun. Are you seeing a pattern here? Some of the long- longer ones when my ass was... Well, it, some of the longer ones are when we were getting drunk. Yeah, and we're just that. chatting and like so like if there's like beer heavy episodes are longer more likely to go on yeah. longer. Yeah, that's also true. All right. So um we know that there are three hundred and seventy episodes of Department of Offense. I would like to quiz you guys specifically on the shows that you guys are on, if you know how many episodes. So Carlos, we're gonna start with you. Do you know how many Soundwave episodes there are? 
Because uh, <laughs> that is that is when I know Matt says the number. I th- I'm pretty yeah, sure Matt I, says the number. I, I'm here when he says the number. Uh, I'm going to say 173. No. All right. Do you have a stab in the dark? Of sound wave? Yeah, just like oh a, an episode number. My. See if you can see if you can beat Carlos at his one, own game. One sixty-five. Two hundred and seventeen. Holy fuck! Oh. Yep. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys uh, passed two hundred a while back. Well, that's cool. Oh, I thought I thought we were coming up on two hundred. Um, <laughs> if you're going backwards, I guess. Well, and I and Matt may have restarted the uh, the count. So let's let's see what Matt's saying. Uh, no, so Matt's saying 209, so he's missing six episodes in there somewhere. Oh, Matt, I blame you. <laughs> I blame that, your poor Matt. Seven, is Matt, Matt in the chat or what's up? No, no, no. no I'm just, uh, no, I, I, che- I checked the website to see what he was saying. Yeah. Um, and it could be like they were, uh, they were ones when he was in Japan. That's kind of what I'm guessing. Um, let's see. We have, uh, all right. Homebrew Bound. Oh, God. I don't How know. How many episodes? That's it's definitely in the two hundreds. Um, I'm gonna go with two hundred and sixty-seven. Okay, Carlos. Two fifteen. Two hundred and eighty-nine. Ooh, I was close because I paid relatively. Yep. I paid yeah. Well, we, we've talked about we this. don't. Well, uh, we don't say it on the. Yeah. No, we we don't say it. So I mean, you have more of an excuse to like be farther off than Carlos had. Because it's said every time you guys record. Like, I pay attention to numbers. <laughs> um, all right, so other things. Uh, so, yeah, so 370 for DOO, 289 for Homebrew Mound, 217 for Tabletop Theater. Um, and also 217 for Soundwave. 158 episodes of Legends of Lothos. Um, 72 Rules of the Arena. Are you ready for this one, Carlos? Sure. Console Cowboys. Four. Thirty-seven. Sixty-nine. What? Oh, nice. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, tabletop Travels, an even 40. Right. <clears throat> uh, no Story Left Behind, 21. Hop and Barrel Happy Hour, Brian. How many you got there? Sixteen. Yes, you do. <laughs> Perfect. Twelve episodes of Breaking Brief. Okay. Which was our uh, Breaking Bad recap show. So that put us in the middle of the second season. Yep. Um, and then seven episodes of Bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And then one episode of the unreleased show Ninja Review. I don't remember this. One. I don't think you were part. Of, I don't know if you were part of that one or not. We literally recorded one episode <laughs> and we're like, this is stupid. We're not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. What was the premise? Uh, I honestly don't. I, I, don't, I honestly don't even know if I remember. I know we were reviewing things. I think we talked about uh, Ready Player One, and I think I think we did a, like a book and a movie, and so it was Ready Player One, and I can't remember what the movie was. Oh, but yeah. I think you did mention that one time. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Carlos. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite episode or um, like segment that's popped up? That you've that you've really so enjoyed over I, the years. I did like. I think it was for episode two hundred. We did like an episode one hundred ninety nine point five. I think. Oh yeah, where uh, it was like the the alternate where you were in charge. No, and- so like it was like an, like we like it's the the intro started off as normal, 
and then there was some static, and then it switched to a different intro, and it was like an alternate universe of uh, of the Department of Defense. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that one, I highly recommend it. It's hysterical, especially I if you listen to the show. Right, thought movie. that one was fucking awesome. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty crazy. We, like Carlos put a lot of work into it. It was and very then, good. And then I think if I remember right, the way that ended was like partway through we like uh it, it, we had uh, another of the static and it cuts and it cut to in the middle of a discussion topic I so like so. so we recorded like a full discussion topic of department of defense and then we edited it in halfway through to close out the show that's that's <laughs> right hang on I'm, I'm gonna see if i can find my notes from 200 um to so it turns out uh 300 google docs is a lot <laughs> yeah episode 200 uh that that is from may 4th 2017 wow uh, i told and, and the funny thing is is i remember that and i was pr- i was supposed to be here for it and or you and I were hanging out and you recapped it and i was like oh man too bad i had to miss that oh no this isn't the the alt one which one's the 200 old one? Was it 300? The old one. Okay. I well, bet it was 300 because this was, one we had, was, we had Patrick and Kate on. All right. Um, we, what? Yep, yeah, we okay, tasted I, two beers. No, I'm not remembering. Uh, German uh, hobo malt liquor and wood tick pale ale. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, our discussion topic was. So it, was, it must have been. How well do you know your co host? Oh, and it was trivia. Or everybody had to like make their own trivia. Five questions. Oh. <laughs> you guys want to try it again? <laughs> so, uh, so it must have been like 290, 299.5 then. I think so. 299, 300. So that was 2019. Yeah, that's more like it, actually. Yeah. Um, let's see. And you might have the notes for this one instead of me. Uh, news. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's in there somewhere. I got I, I, I honestly. You wouldn't have done the notes for that one. For, yeah. For that one. That would have been uh, me. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't, like, wow. I can't believe we did that. Uh, oh, I wrote a little thing on BNS uh, history for episode 200. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Episode one aired November 2nd, uh, 2012. The show featured BNS founders Casey, Matt Emberg, and Matt Evenson with special guest Sean Mathis. We were tanked when we started and made cocktails on air. It didn't end great. Since then, we've elevated our production values, added in lost members of the cast and crew, had on some absolutely amazing guests, and facilitated some of the most ridiculous conversations ever recorded. Uh, none of this would have been possible without you guys listening, and my friends and cohorts here in the studio showing up week after week for the past, well, now 370 episodes. Thank you all. That's a good bit. You should keep that for all the other ones where you have to do this. Because <laughs> nobody's going to remember. <laughs> oh, you hop in 50 episodes later. Yep. Uh, all right. So the, that one was amazing. I really like that one. Uh, as far as like uh, other fun bits, there's the uh, one where we talked about robbing a Wells Fargo. Oh god! Oh boy, I was here for that one. Yeah. But then, like the the recurring bit would be like to like uh, after that it would be like all right, like during it, and like also like for multiple episodes after it would be like all right. Well, as far as we just make things clear, that was not a purpose. That was not for, yeah. meant as an actual oh, plan god. for robbing Wells Fargo. I forgot about that bit. <laughs> was that at the old studio? Yeah, yeah. that was at the old because studio. Because I distinctly remember it being written on the chalkboard. Yep. <laughs> wow, that was yeah, that was that had to have been in like in the two hundreds, I think. Or late two hundreds, yeah. early three hundreds. Um 
I, don't, I looking back, like there's there's some definitely like favorite ones for me, where um, like that I distinctly remember. Like uh, I remember the expensive beer, cheap cheap cheese uh, taste taste <laughs> test, and then the the expensive cheese cheap uh, cheap beer one. Um, I remember like both of those were fun. Um, one of my favorites, uh, old studio. This was when uh, Eric was living with us. Um, his dad came to town, and we did a, uh, I, I think it was six six different um, American lagers. And I, like, and everybody, so have, we took a break after the news, and everybody went upstairs, and I filled up uh, solo cups with all the beers and, like, labeled them and set them down in front of everybody. And everybody had a sheet, and they came back down, and they tasted them, and then we restarted the episode. We restarted the recording. And we went through and like talked about the beers, and um, I think Carlos got every single one wrong. That sounds about right. Because <laughs> uh, they knew what the beers were, they just didn't know what beer was in what glass. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Um, the juice box one where Matt went home and puked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gave all the juice boxes away. Yeah. To a daycare. Did you want all those fucking juice boxes? The kid didn't need the juice boxes. Yeah, I needed the juice boxes. I don't know about that. I mean, like, it gave away the high C. <laughs> and you know, you're still salty about it, but I didn't see you buying any more juice boxes. Well, no, because they're very sweet. You know that there's juice boxes in the fridge right now, right? Uh, I'm, well, I, there's I Capri Suns, like good ones. Uh, yeah, the good kind. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, so, like, some of that stuff has always been. Uh, Brian, do you have any, like, standouts that. Oh, for you, either as a listener or being on the show, because you you have a unique uh, perspective in the fact that you were a listener before you ever came on. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, oh god, I don't feel like I'm on the spot. I feel like if I had more time to like kind of think about it and like scroll through, um, but uh, a few that that come to mind, or or maybe these are just like memory fragments too, but. Um, kind of the, the, always the God, that spill count still up. Yeah. The, either the, um, the Matt spill count or the, the Brian getting sick count. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cause there, yeah, yeah, that's just winter. Uh, and then, um, definitely the off flavor one. Oh yeah. The off flavor one was, uh, was really fun. Um, and then the one where the, where I was making sandwiches, Oh, that was a uh, a rules of the arena. Was that a rules of the arena? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah uh, we so had, we we finished DOO, but, but they were on DOO. They were on DOO. Oh, yep. And then so, and then they busted out all the sandwich stuff. And then Brian was making sandwiches yep. throughout the entire podcast. And still one of the, my favorite podcasts. I think we've ever. Recorded. I think any any time we do anything that's not just hanging out, which is also fine and dandy, yep. and I enjoy. Um, but yeah, that one. Um, any memorable bits? <laughs> can you think of a single one? I, I can, I can. <laughs> uh, and and th- and this is um, I I I feel like very very well liked and flattered that um, that Frizz Boys became a thing. Do you do you remember the first uh, the first bit you were witness to? At least I, I I believe this is the first Carlos bit you were witness to. Um, when we were sitting, like we were sitting down in the studio and I don't remember why it happened, but Carlos pulled out a cowboy hat (laughs) (laughs) and and, 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 like went into a bit like, 
it was terrible. The hat didn't fit. No, it didn't. And and uh, oh my god, my contact lens is gonna fall out. I was laughing so hard. No, I yes, I remember that, and I was like, "What in the fuck is going on? Like, this is awful. This is awful." But it, but like, so it was incredible. Good, you know, so train wreck. Oh, um, it's yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. I do remember um, that one. Off flavor one. What the heck else? Anytime, anytime there was a female on. Um, was interesting because that doesn't happen super often. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think I believe Sierra's been on a couple of times, like back in the day. Um, yeah, like that guy. That, um, well, I won't talk about that. The guy who had the old dog was on a couple times. Oh, Jordan, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yep, yep. Yeah. Um, drop that one. And uh, what else? Uh, we've had some very uh, awesome guests over the years. Well, like I know this is another rules of the arena, but like. Um, like half the time when we were doing DOO, a bit, uh, my favorite, I, I should preface this, one of my favorite parts is when we were doing DOO and there were garden shows after. Just and people would, new people The would most random people. I, I will never forget uh, the first go episode. Go to the back of, door. Like, or, well, and then like the first episode of No Story Left Behind that we recorded, we had um, uh, Corey, Josh, and Penny on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were on DOO. That and, was unbelievable. And it was, was one of my favorite episodes. Shitbot 2020. Yep. Um, is going to be like. Man. That was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hell of an episode. Those guys are really Those guys great. are incredible. Well, and Josh is now a co-host of No Story. Yep. So yep. you can hear him. And um, then, well, I mean, just like having all those guys. Oh, and they, here. they played off really well and like they enjoyed it. They had a lot yeah. of fun. Especially when I mean now that things are get like I now that Gordon's gonna be in Eau Claire, which is a little easier to drive than Spooner, I'm hoping we can start doing some stuff in studio yeah, again. When did we um move here or when uh last August or well end of August, early September. That seems crazy since we did Madeline, but Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Um, yeah, and then I, I, yeah, we've just had some incredible guests over the years. Uh, the guys at Pitchfork, yeah. uh, fantastic. Hey, they got to get on again soon. Yes, uh, yeah, I got to, I really need to send them an email this week yeah. and get them set up for uh, December. Um, and then, like, well, and I remember the first time we met Mike was kind of by accident. Ficino? Uh, no, Fredrickson. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, we were, we were at uh, Patty Ryan's. Uh-huh. Because our pre-show ritual was go to Patty's, get food and a buzz, and then go record the show. Well, then pitch when and then Pitchfork, uh, like we saw the brewery going in, and like the door was unlocked, so we walked in after eating. Oh God! And how did that go for you? It went great. Uh, Mike, it? yeah, oh. Mike was like, uh, we we're like, hey, are you guys open? And Mike was like, yeah, like we got we're like yeah, kinda. And he sold us some beers, and we tried nice. a bunch of stuff, That's and cool. we sat down and we chatted with him. Um, we told him about the podcast, and we we got him to come on. <laughs> Uh, and he brought a fuckload of beer, and it was great. I was the first time I had to pause the mics to go pee, <laughs> or wow. pa- pause my mic to go pee, and like put somebody else in charge of the interview for a minute. And huh. by by the end of that one, everybody had gone up to pee. Yeah, yeah um, easily. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we had that. Um, we got like hooked up with the Twin Cities Comic Collective. So we had a bunch of awesome creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had comedians. We've had board game creators. 
Like it's just been all over the place. Was it what was it the show that we did it? We read the uh, Gary Gygax biography. Uh, that was for tabletop theater. That was for theater. Yep. Yeah, we were sent a we were sent the uh, the biography of Gary Gygax by a publishing company, mm-hmm. and they wanted us to read it and pu- uh, push out a review on it. So we did that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a ride. Been a ride. A lot of brewers because well, like that's how we roll. That's how we roll. We like beer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been. There's just been a lot of taste tests from everything from the worst idea, which was bubble gum. I still can't believe we did that one. Uh, we did fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, we did hot dogs. Oh, God. I remember that one, yeah. The hot dog one was fun. Uh, well, that was how we were getting Pete down to the studio for a while, is we'd promise him something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> he hel- who shall remain nameless. Right. Um, yeah, uh, there's a bit that we didn't br- bring up that uh, like uh, still happens to this day. There's the one about the guy, oh, but, but it's not a guy. It's actually three kids in a trench coat. Oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many episodes in a row that went on for. Because then we it just, was there was a long string of it. Sort of forgot about. Well, it. and that's it's like that's the thing with bits though is like they die off, they yeah. come back. <laughs> like for a while, like one of the oldest bits was like. Me hating trees, and apparently that was a thing. Oh, that's, that, that lasted that was for brought that, up the other yeah, day. Yeah, that, that lasted for that a good was brought like, up three on, years on Friday. And yep. and I and like it was a certain point where it was like on the show, like all right, this is, this bit's been gone yeah, on. We too we, we, we beat that horse too dead. We, we can't do this bit anymore. I just remember, I like, can only hate certain trees now. <laughs> versing into the three kids in a trench coat was. You you had some really like some good shaggy dog stories that ended really with it like bad ones yeah. or there were uh, times where like I would steal it oh yeah it was like yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'd be telling my shaggy dog story and then it turns oh it's just three kids in a trench coat <laughs> <laughs> I heard <laughs> all right uh, no it's like um we've we've had some uh, we've had some like massive. Like, do you, all right, so do you remember the original news, uh, news, um, thing where it was just like a bunch of banjos and I'd have it like kind of like play yeah. under the, right. And like, then I took it away and nobody was happy about that except you. Yeah. And everybody complained about it to you. Yep. And you got frustrated. Yep. Do you remember, do you remember the bit that I did? Uh, I, I, I vaguely. So I, I cut together this thing. And like I, it was a pre-recorded rant at everyone, and so like it started with like the news intro, and like it brought the the banjos back for a minute, and like everybody was very excited. Uh, and then it just it like there was like a hard cut, and then I just berated everybody for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been a few things like that. Um, man, there's there's been just a lot of weird shit. Carlos's car corner popped up at one oh, point. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. I like. I want to. I know. I know. Like. So the we've had the same format on the show for probably two hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. So if I roll back to like episode like sixty three and pull up notes, uh, maybe it's been pretty much the same. Sixty three is that back when we had the show notes that would be printed out and everybody would know ahead of time what the show discussion topic was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why bother? Oh God, I forgot. I tried to do this segment, research, research Team Alpha, where we talked about fairies and fake things. 
Wow. Jeez. Nobody's got that time for that unless you have a podcast dedicated specifically for that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Bill Nye versus Ken Ham debate. Forgot that was a thing. Yeah, I forgot that I watched that. Yep. Uh, oh, we have Ben Brustillery on. It's episode 59. Jesus Christ. Oh, there's too many notes. Um, yeah, I don't really have... I don't know if I have any other, like, standout DOO stuff, but... You, Carlos, anything? No, I, I think one of my favorite, uh, like, uh, so we have, we started uh, more, like, in the last couple of years, started doing, like, these, like, mini segments within the show, which I've I've liked. Uh, like, where it's not something that we're, we, we're dedicated to every episode. Yeah. And, like, kind of like the Fast and Furious thing is, like, a part of that, too. But, like, the where we uh, more recently did the, uh, we went into one bit. And then deep, dug deeper and deeper into other other. Oh god, we were three, weren't we three? Because yeah, didn't it start with the Carlos's car corner, go into Frizz Boys, and then I uh, turned it into Casey's car corner? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was around when Carlos's tire went flat. Or no, uh, no, no, this is we, we both had battery issues yeah. in mm. the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I remember that. That was, yeah, the, the mini bit thing has, has been great. Um, well, and then even like, we've been forced to get more creative, uh, especially like the past few months. Cause a lot of the episodes have just been us. Yeah. And so we're trying to like, you know, there's <sighs> only so much. Lately. Ah, no, it happens. Like, yeah. I mean, Matt will go through, like everybody goes through runs where they can make it every time or they can't. And like, it just, it happens. And that's the, that's the beauty of specifically this show is it allows for drop in. Yeah, we can drop ad- out. we can adjust as we go along. Yeah. And it yeah, it just makes it like it makes it easy, it makes it fun. The fact that we've been as consistent as we have is kind of incredible. Yeah. Like yeah, we're we're pushing like 400 episodes now on this. Jeez. All right, well, should we get out of here? Yes, yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, we're not going to we're not going to break that, you know, we're not going to add another one to the 2-hour one, but that's okay. <laughs> There's only so much we can do, guys. All right, guys. If you have any comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios or follow us on Twitter at blindnerdstudios.com. And I'll see you guys next week. Yeah.